Welcome to Ear to Ear Chat with Abby, Derek, and Joe. And today we're going to turn Disney movies into horror movies. Spooky. <laughs> this is where you play that uh, spooky, scary skeleton song. Uh, yeah, maybe. Or <laughs> <laughs> Grim Grinning Ghosts. We might have to have an intermission for that. <laughs> How um, is everybody tonight? I'm doing swell. I'm loving it. I'm excited for this episode. I'm drinking a Line Kugel uh, Harvest Patch Shandy, which I'm not huge on the Shandies, but it's the only fall beer that I have on hand right now. So I'm tipping it to I'm in the spirit. I love Halloween, so I'm pumped about this. Abster? I mean, I'm just drinking water. <laughs> I wasn't asking what you were drinking. I was asking... <laughs> Abby, how are you, my dear? <laughs> I'm fine. Um, I just, I don't know. Same old, same old, pretty much. I mean, nothing really different going on. Wow, that, you sound like an exciting person. Love to meet you. Whatever, Derek. You know, sometimes my weeks are just exactly the same as the week before. Abby, always remember, you just be you. Keep it savage on Facebook. You'll be just fine. Whatever. Always. I always think about you, Joe, whenever I do that. Don't hate on my Mexican pizza, love. <laughs> you know what? That's the one that's the one ghost that I don't want to to witness becoming a ghost. That's the one sp- person that I don't want to You know what? This doesn't make sense. I just want my Mexican pizzas to live. Halloween shouldn't be celebrated by the decapitation of Mexican pizzas at Taco Bell. Oh my goodness! You is need to it? calm it down. You know Mexican pizza is going to join all the dead items in Taco Bell and just haunt the Taco Bells from here on out. That's exactly it, and it's unfortunate. Like during Halloween, I might be excited to see a new spirit, but not my beloved Mexican pizza. No, 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 no. They already took away the double decker taco supreme. Well, double decker taco in general. That broke my little heart. Now this, my one favorite item. The worst part is like, what is Taco Bell doing? Because every single item is just a reiteration of stuff that they already have. Like they make a taco and then they reform it. They maybe put a different shell on it, different toppings, combined shells. They're all the exact same dang things. So what is the problem here? Ingredients for a taco pizza? They still have them. I mean, they still, they they make the Crunchwrap Supreme. It, It has a flat, like crunchy shell inside of it. What is the problem here? Screw you, Taco Bell. I'm mad at you. Our relationship is it's in the tank right now. They'll come out with oh. something new and they'll and you'll be right back to them. I know. All they need to do now is bring <laughs> back taco fries or bring back the uh chicken chalupa. Oh, oh yeah, that I want that one back. Oh, I, I, never, I never liked the chicken chalupa. Oh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I'm questioning our friendship. I don't know. I, I tried it once. I'll just take regular chalupa, please. <laughs> I do like me a regular chalupa. All right, Derek. Do you want to tell us a joke today? Do I ever? And I don't just have a joke. I have multiple jokes. Uh-oh. Multiples. Multiple. Wow, this is the first. And I'm keeping it Halloween themed. And this is from a prior Disney release, which is Fozzie's very best Halloween jokes. So let's kick them off here. What's a vampire's favorite fruit? 
Yeah, anybody? What? Favorite fruit? I don't know. Nectarines. You gotta say waka waka. Oh, next one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What kind of mistakes do ghosts make? I have faith in you guys for this. Simple. Blue states. Oopsies? I don't know. Boo boos. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> what two places do ghosts like to go swimming? Where? I don't know. Lake Erie and the Dead Sea. <laughs> but um bumps. So bad. Got a knock knock <laughs> joke for you. So, Abby, knock knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo, hell. Hey, don't cry. It's just costume. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get when you cross a snowman and a vampire? What? <laughs> Frostbite. Waka waka. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, stay with the waka waka. That makes it right. There. Oh jeez. <laughs> what did the guy on Twitter give out for Halloween? I don't know. Tricks or tweets? Waka waka. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what do you call a monster who eats too fast? What? A gobbit goblin. Waka waka. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, in the final one, who did the monster take out on a Halloween date? Who? You have to have this. Who? Nobody? His ghoul friend. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> And that's all of Fozzie's very best Halloween jokes presented by yours truly. God. I'm glad that you guys loved them as much as I did. They're so bad, they're good. Joe, do you got some uh, trivia for us? I do. All right, guys. What year was the very first Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party held at the Magic Kingdom? Oh, my gosh. Why shouldn't? Why didn't I just prepare for this? Right. I don't know. Um, I'm going 2005. 2002. You guys are way off. Oh, it man. was all the way back in 1995. No way. Yes. Oh my gosh, I was a decade away. Yes. I thought it was a more recent edition. No. And for my second trivia, oh what was the price of the tickets back then? For the event alone. For the event alone. Oh, $15. Mm, $36. Abby's close. It was $16.95. Oh! oh! <laughs> Uh, crazy that is and I 
wish I had any sort of memory because I remember reading an article, an article about um, ticket prices throughout the years, and it was wild seeing the inflation of them. Yeah, it's crazy. But then I got one more for you. All right. How much candy does Magic Kingdom give out with the oh trick my. or treating? A lot. No, I'll, I'll I'll give you a hint. It is in tons. <sighs> My Lanta, whenever we went, we got like way too much candy. I was like, Yeah, I can't even take this home. So, if they give that to everybody, that's like, I don't even eat candy. Five tons. Uh, Yeah, I was gonna go 4.2. Not even close. 215 tons of candy. Stop. How is that even possible? Well, you figure the party goes for about 29 nights. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty much year-round at this point, right? Yeah. Like half the year is the Halloween party. The other half is the Christmas party. Right. Right. And that's not including the the, uh, allergy-friendly trick-or-treats. That's just the candy alone. Oh, my God. That's absurd. Yeah, that's nuts. Disney's like... We want to be woke and up-to-date and green and healthy. And then they're like, here's all this sugar, kids. Here, give me your backpack. I'm going to fill up your backpack. Here you go. Dude, Walk around with this. <laughs> well, well, why you're at is it? my backpack leaking while it's 110 out and it's full of chocolate, dear? Go over there and <laughs> eat it by our gas-guzzling race cars. And that is my trivia for today. Oh, man. All right. It's been that going was, on for that long. That's insane. I didn't think that. Yeah, I didn't think it's been going on for that long. That's that's a long time. All right. Um, my history, unfortunately, is not uh, Halloween themed. So sorry to disappoint. Abby, how could you? <laughs> this holiday comes once a year, though it should be year round, and you're failing us. Yeah, I don't agree that it should be year round because um, I can't wait for Christmas. Well, but... I'll be the first to tell you that you're wrong, but go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, it's not a Halloween theme, so sorry, guys. But we are going to talk about. Um, Epcot Spaceship Earth Wand, and it went up in 2000 for the celebration of the new millennium. And during the celebration year, it had the numbers 2000, super big, in sparkly red font. Um, After the year was up, they kept the Mickey hand and the wand, but they changed the numbers for the letters Epcot. And it remained that way from 2001 to 2007 when they just completely removed it. And it was just obviously your iconic white orb as it is now. Uh, The whole installation weighed 50 tons and the Epcot letters were 36 feet high. Um, Alongside the wand and the Mickey hand... Epcot also had a parade during the Millennium Celebration, and it was called the Tapestry of Nations, and that ran from 1999 to 2001. And it had, it was like a fun performers on stilts in elaborate costumes. And that's all I got, guys. 
I don't really remember any of that. And well, because I was there, I believe in 99 when they were doing that. Like, I don't know what part of 99, but I remember the millennial celebration being part of it. But I was like 11 or 12. So I don't really remember all of that at all. Hmm. That's cool, though. I want to look up some pictures. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember any of it. I don't even remember it from like pictures or anything. Yeah, I guess. I don't. I guess I don't think I've seen pictures of it, or at least not recently. And if I have, I just am not drawing them to, to, to the front of my mind here. The pictures look pretty cool, but it looks like it was just not attached. Yeah, it was just like next Floating. to it, pretty much. Yeah. So when they took it off, it was just like, or when they took it down, it was just gone. It wasn't like it was attached to like the orb or anything at all. Oh, that's crazy. All right, and now we will get into uh, turning Disney movies into horror movies. I'm so excited about this. Well, since you're so excited about this, would you like to start it? Would I? You let me bet. let me guess. Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. No. <laughs> Everything ties to Neverland. Just know that. <laughs> okay, so for anybody who is interested we have actually done this topic before um and when we had covered for started with the mouse podcast almost about pretty much a year ago um and it was different stories but the same topic so you can go listen to that if you would like to hear more of our stories if you enjoy this episode and like she said it was about a year ago and that was episode 36 started with a mouse takeover disney horror films or something of the sort i believe What? I just. <laughs> I wanted them to know what episode to look for. I know. You just like pulled it out of nowhere. They're like, I had no idea what number episode it was. Well, that's what I'm here for. To be, <laughs> to be the brains of this couple and the bronze and the good looks. Oh, whatever. Just get into your story. <laughs> All right. So my first movie that I, that I decided to make into a horror movie is Mulan. And I went with Mulan themed as a very classic and stereotypical Japanese horror film. So think of The Grudge or The Ring or something like that. And this would be a live action version, not the animated. So the plot line would be that an out-of-town family buys a long-abandoned martial arts school and dormitory after losing theirs to a fire. When they start moving in and renovating it, the neighbors tell them that it's haunted. The family has some strange things happen to them while renovating it, but they try to reason it off as natural occurrences because they don't as much believe that the place is haunted as the neighbors do. They open the school, and not too long after, a male student is found dead, apparently beheaded by a sword. They call the police, who open an investigation, yet the school remains open. It isn't until the second male's victim's death by beheading that the school is closed down. All the while, the students report seeing a strange figure that looks like a woman in the shadows and at night. The father then witnesses the figure for himself, who disappears as he evacuates the shadows, he does some research to find that long ago a female warrior would, was disgraced and shunned from being a warrior. She was 
forced into servitude as a common housewife. Depressed and dishonored, she takes her own life on the grounds of the, of the dormitory. Legend has it that the spirit of an ancient dragon once guarded the grounds, but has since fallen silent after the death of the young female warrior. The family has to perform a ritual in the, shine, in the shrine of the dormitory to bring the spirit back. But the shrine is dark and filled with shadows, being an internal section of the dormitory. And the dark and shadows are the part of the realm, are the part of our realm where this spirit can manifest. Will they survive? Will the dragon return and calm this restless spirit? Or will blood continue to be shed upon these hollowed grounds? Tune in next week. <laughs> Very good. Brutal. <laughs> I did not put near enough work into this episode. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I don't say you guys, because Derek's story is way more detailed than mine is too. He's uh, good at he's good at stories. <laughs> All right, Abby, what do you got? COVID. 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 Okay, my first one is going to be uh, Toy Story. Um, so it's going to be Toy Story, but with like, same toys, but the toys come to life at night and they kill their owner. Well, they try to kill their owner until they are successful. Um, uh, after they, after they kill their owner the one owner that they have, they are then passed down from generation to generation because people just think that these people are just either murdered by someone else or that they just pass away. And um, and they just think that the toys are just a memorable thing for the previous owner and that they can just be passed down and it can be a vintage collection. Um. They continue to come to life at night and eventually um, one owner finally figures out that it's the toys that are actually killing people and coming to life at night. So they figure out a way to lure the toys into an area and set a trap to catch them on fire and melt them down to nothing. Did this completely kill the toys? Will they resurrect? Who knows? I love that you ended it the same way I did, just naturally. <laughs> it awesome. sounds fantastic. It's like, I feel like the ending of Toy Story 3, if it followed through that way, would be the perfect ending to this one. Dun, dun, dun. But, that was, but that was such a sad ending. Yeah, but you know, I mean, this would be sad if you're on the side of the killer toys. Well, yeah, but... Uh-huh. I dig it. It just can't get as corny as Chucky, and I'll be happy. <laughs> Chuck is the worst. Yeah. I, I hate Chucky. Yeah, I don't want it to be that corny. I don't get the people that love the Chucky stuff. Like, I get the campy horror films, but Chucky is just... Nah, man. I was kind of playing off of Chucky, kind of playing off of, like, Night at the Museum, how everything comes to life at night. Is that? Are you talking R.L. Stein? What's Night at the Museum? It's Who's not even Fox? scary, maybe. Oh no! I, never mind. I know what you're saying. That I, it was like a comedy or whatever. Yeah, it's not. It's not, not R.L. Stein. Ben Stiller. Yeah. Ben. Yeah, it's not even a scary movie. <laughs> that would be even good too. Oh man. 
every night to keep alive, they have to go out and kill one per, one human. But Buzz Lightyear fails epically every time trying the most complex things, and then Woody just comes up with an axe and finishes it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buzz has to listen to his inner self. Or what? what he... <laughs> yeah. Oh, learning how to kill 101. All right, Joe, what do you got for us? All right, I took Halloween and I put in the cast of uh, Cars. So the year is 1963. The night Halloween. Police are called to the Lampkin Lane only to discover that 15-year-old Sally has been murdered by her brother, Tomater. <laughs> After being institutionalized for 15 years, Tomato breaks out the night before Halloween. No one knows or wants to find out what will happen on October 31st, besides Tomato's psychologist, Doc Hudson. He knows <laughs> Tomato is coming back, but by the time the town realizes it, it may be too late for many people. Oh, I can't take this. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, Killer Mater, no. You, you can just see him like driving around backwards, all stalking someone. Oh, real slow. <laughs> you hear his like wheels creak. Lightning McQueen is just like pedal the metal. Right. And the Tomato is just always right behind him, just driving backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you. I can't handle this. Oh, my Lanta. That's fantastic. I like it. I do. Thank you. All right, Derek, back to you. My next victim is Swiss Family Robinson. Oh, I was not expecting that. I'm Have you actually seen about. the movie? Yes, absolutely. I'm shocked. I made Abby watch it. She hated it. No, I no, I did not hate it. You were on this kick of watching the oldest Disney I films old ever films. imagined every single day of our lives. We watched uh, Swiss Family Robinson one night, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which I'd seen before, um, Island at the Top of the World. It wasn't it wasn't just as simple as sitting down and watching these movies. It was like we would watch I don't know, half an hour of this movie and then the guy who wanted to watch them was passed out on the couch. Well, my bad that we don't start movies until 9. <laughs> and I'm old. So we have to watch the same scene over every single day because he can't remember well, where we left off. Why wouldn't you stop it if I'm sleeping? You know this is coming. You only have yourself to blame. <laughs> we Whatever. watched Treasure Island. I mean, we, we were on a kick. Um, but yeah. So we have the Swiss Family Robinson. And uh, it starts out the same with the family on a ship heading to New Guinea to escape Na Napoleon's war. And, and, and they end up stranded on what they believe to be a deserted isle where they decide to set up a camp. Like in the original, while the children are out exploring the island to create a map, they discover other inhabitants. But in this version, they aren't pirates, but a native tribe of cannibals. 
They rush back to tell their parents, and while doing so, they're ambushed by some of the tribe. The mother-slash-wife gets caught. They try to fight and get her back, but suffer injuries and are forced to retreat. They retreat while watching the tribesmen tear at her, eating her alive and ripping her limb from limb, cutting her with crude bladed weapons. Later, while hiding on, on an inland area of the island near a stream where they are working on building a boat for their escape, the two children go out to find some food, and the youngest of the two is captured by the tribe. The older manages to escape and tells his father that, the, that they did not kill his brother from what he saw, but instead, they seemingly took him as a prisoner. The two set out to find him, and when they find the camp of the tribe, they find out that they are preparing the young boy as a blood sacrifice to their gods. They wait until night and sneak in to free the child. While doing so, a spear comes piercing through the father's head, killing him. With the boy now free and his older brother and him alone and terrified, will they be able to find a way to survive and escape this savage land? Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> I love to like tune in next week to find out. Like, oh. yeah, no one's gonna find out. I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> it's my horror film. Just know all the good guys. No one's gonna die. find out. <laughs> no one's gonna know. It's pretty interesting. There is no next week. I mean, you do a good job with writing stories. I'll give you that. You do a great job, buddy. I threw all of these together in like an hour. I know you did. <laughs> all right. So my next one is Pinocchio. Hey, I like that movie. Did you know that, that the land they live in connects to Neverland? Stop. There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> um, so... Pinocchio doesn't leave the show and it's a traveling show and he still pretends to be a puppet the entire time. He doesn't let people know that he can like move on his own and do his own thing. Um, so he goes on with that act and attacks and kills the audience after each show that they put on and they continue to travel because they just kind of like want to get away from each show that they do after like the attack because they think it's just a fan and they're just trying to get away from it and they don't want to be blamed for all of these murders that just keep happening. Um, and they're trying to lose the fans. So it doesn't keep happening everywhere they go. Uh, they get suspicious and that it's actually someone on the inside instead of the outside. Uh, and they look more into it and they kind of get closer and closer to it. And the closer that each person gets to figuring it out, Pinocchio starts murdering them until eventually he has to murder every single one of them to cover everything up because they all get too close. And then he has to go off on his own and start figuring life out. I dig it. So we're just left with Pinocchio sort of roaming alone at the end. Yep. Killer Pinocchio leads to a great sequel. Kills everybody. Yeah, I mean, the whole world is just done, and it's Pinocchio who doesn't eat, doesn't drink. He's sort of a boy, but he's still made of wood. I love it. I dig it, too. 
I just love the darkness in that in the original film. So if you turn it into a horror movie, I'm game. All right, Joe. What have you got going on? All right. Well, um, this one was I saw this movie in theater and I thought we could do better. So <laughs> I'm taking the movie Us and I'm changing out the cast completely. And we're putting in the Incredibles. Have you guys seen the movie? Which one was us? Is that the one where he is dating the girl and they're replacing brains? Like no, us no. was uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah, and it's the family that goes on vacation and they find their doppelgangers. Oh, that's the one I haven't seen. Yeah, we have I saw his other one. Uh, yeah, we haven't seen that what one. What was the other one? Oh my god, that one where they um brainwash those yeah people. well they don't just brainwash them right they like open up their skulls or, or am i crazy that happened didn't it i can't remember that part but maybe i'm crazy but i'm pretty sure that happened at the end of it maybe all right so i haven't seen us but i've been wanting to yeah we want to so i'm not going to relate that much but go ahead anyways <laughs> <laughs> yeah go ahead Joe. I, I don't really care it's fine it's good <laughs> it's a good thing Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> have to take a sip. <laughs> no, I lost my train of thought. What, what are we sipping again? I am drinking uh, Makers and uh, apple cider. Ooh. That sounds phenomenal. You you know what you should call that? What? Spooky cider. Spooky spider. Spooky cider because it's Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, that's my uh, go-to for the winter is usually cider and uh, whiskey. I dig it. My go-to typically all the time is just whiskey. Maybe just I whiskey. should add the cider and I wouldn't get drunk as fast. There you go. Maybe. Let's give it a try. That, uh, Bell Mead 120 proof you're drinking. I mean... During the Peyton sip, it was 153. Vomit. Yeah. I survived. My painting, I may have my my one U turned into a W, and when I say W, it was literally two U's. But, you know, maybe I just can't spell sometimes. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I remember looking at it afterwards when we wrapped up and we're like talking about each other's paintings, and I'm like, I think it was when Janae was showing off hers or something, and I'm like, look at mine, I'm like, oh my god. I meant to put a U, and I put two in a row, so I literally have a double U. <laughs> it was literally a W. It was so bad. All right, go ahead. All right, Side so... Track. This is typical us. Yeah, this isn't abnormal at all. No, we're used to it. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So what I did was um, I took the, the movie Us from Keen Peel's Us, and I changed out the entire cast with The Incredibles. So a young um, Helen Elastigirl goes on the vacation with her parents, and at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, she wanders off and enters a fun house where she encamped, encounters a doppelganger of herself in the House of Mirrors. In present day now, Helen, just haunted by the memories of that encounter, she goes on vacation with her husband and children. 
She's apprehensive about the trip. At the beach, Dash sees a man standing with his arms, outrage dripping in blood. They feel like something's not right, so they leave the beach and they go back to their cabin. That night, a family of five dressed all in red looks just like the Incredibles. Hilarity ensues. They all die. The end. (laughs) (laughs) I like this movie. (laughs) You you should see it, though, because it's... It, it goes to show like there is an underground world where each one of us has a doppelganger that's evil and all these people get set free at the end. It's really weird. Oh, that's interesting. It's like the, like, I guess, is it all evil or is it just the reverse of us? So if you're already like a bad person, it's, it's like the reverse of us. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that sounds really neat. But I just wonder why they ran away from the guy with his arms stretched out bleeding. Like, this cat might need an am- ambulance or something. Like, If you saw some dude with his arms bleeding, you're going to run and help him? Or are you just going to be like, see ya? I'll at least yell, someone called an ambulance! <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, somebody, somebody's going to help this dude. I'm pretty sure you can tell the difference between when someone needs help and you should probably turn the other, when you should probably turn the other direction. Ambulance! Ambulance! <laughs> What's your Derek? Do you have another? Oh wait! You know what? I think we are at our seventh inning stretch, or you know, two thirds of the way through. Now's the time to take a grim grinning ghosts break. So everybody enjoy the sounds of grim grinning ghosts, the best Halloween song or spook song ever. The crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake. Spooks come out for swing and wake. Happy haunts materialize. And begin to vocalize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. Or a silly spook may sit by your side. Shrouded in a dark disguise. They pretend to terrorize. And that was Grim Grinning Ghosts, the best spooky song ever. Absolutely. Welcome back to your dear chat. Derek, what's your next story? All right, so my third and final story, I picked the movie... Mary Poppins. Oh, you took one of my favorites, huh? Ooh, boy, I tell you what. Uh-oh. And so it's the same premise of the dysfunctional family and Mr. Banks advertising for a stern nanny and many apply. And this time, instead of the supernatural elements of the ripped up note and the nannies blowing away, Mr. Banks in a drawn-out fit of silent rage, denies all of the interviews the chance for the position until one Mary Poppins comes strolling in with her umbrella in hand. She is rather eccentric, and the umbrella made no sense as it was neither raining nor excessively sunny. But despite her strange quirks and almost superstitious attitude, her stern personality got her the job, and stern is putting it lightly, She has a noticeable amount of sinister about her, but that's likely the part of her that the angry Mr. Banks liked. She starts out as a normal nanny, stern but not overbearingly so, almost bringing the children to like or respect her. But as time goes on, 
Each time the children break a rule or make a mistake, she reacts more harshly. And lines between discipline and abuse quickly blur as she turns authoritarian and controlling over their every move. Her signature umbrella starts to become a weapon. It begins with a spanking, but soon she is striking their torso and faces with it. She explains it off to Mr. Banks as their bad behavior and them trying to get back at her for disciplining them by attempting to get her fired and faking the injuries. She then scares the children into silence on the subject. Mr. Banks, being a sinister person himself, believes her. He has to leave town for work for a night and leaves Miss Poppins in charge of the children. During his absence, the children strike back at her in self-defense. This causes the nanny's abusive behavior to turn into an all-out bloodlust. She vows to murder the children, and she's serious as she discloses the times that she's done it before to other children. Very well done. Thanks. Abby, what you got? Okay, my next one is The Little Mermaid. So every full moon... She turns into uh, like those scary mermaids, like the ones from Pirates of the Caribbean. Ooh. And um, everyone in Atlantica goes into hiding because they are all aware of this curse and that on the full moon she does turn into this. And um, if anyone does forget and anyone like basically gets into her path, then they are going to die because she will murder them. And um, she also um, lures any humans into the water that she can, exactly like how the ones on the Pirates of the Caribbean do. Like they, they lure them basically into the water and then she murders them. And then she continues to do this for the entire full moon. Um, and after, then she turns back into her normal self and everyone continues on with their life until the next full moon. And then the cycle continues. So that's dun, interesting. Dun. She took her from the romanticized version of a mermaid that we know into like some Greek mythology, like a siren. Yep. That's cool. I love it. I, lo- I love in uh, Pirates how they're all trying to get them out of the boats. And the, so the do main, I. Those spheres come out. Does it come out of their arms? Or where do those things come from? I don't know, but I love those mermaids a lot. Like, I love that they're not like your traditional mermaid and they're actually like murderers. But our traditional mermaids aren't traditional mermaids as much as romanticized mermaids. Well, they're not so-called Disney mermaids. They're all like, you know, the nice, friendly, pretty ones. Yeah. Right. Our Our like traditional mermaids are the sirens. Like, they're just, they're singing, trying to lure you in and... Goodbye to your life. Goodbye. It's too late to apologize. Because it's too late. It's too late to apologize. It's too late. (laughs) I liked it, Abby. Very well done. I dug it. Thank you. What have you got for your last one, Joe? My last one is I went with a classic. I went back to the old school to Friday the 13th. Ooh, here we go. And Elsa is playing Pamela Voorhees and stalks and murders the teenagers, preparing Camp Crystal Lake for reopening. 
she is determined to ensure the camp does not reopen after her son, Olaf, drowned in the lake due to negligence of two of the staff members. Oh my and, god. <laughs> and then Olaf comes back on the second part and starts killing all the camp campers. I love that you went with <laughs> you went with the OG and then expanded upon it. Yeah. That's I think it'd be fantastic. great. Oh my god. She she you know made some ice knives and just starts killing all the campers. Oh man, she'd be unstoppable. <laughs> I'd let her kill me. So that oh was my, my third one. I was, liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I'd definitely go to the movies for it. I like how you did all yours. How you just like put them into an already existing scary movie. Yeah, I thought I'd try to change it up a little bit from the last time we did this. But you guys did a great, came up with completely different movies. I loved, I loved all of them. Yeah, I thought they were all good and all really different. I think if Disney's listening and they want to hire any of us, um, starting wage, about 120 uh, <laughs> Yeah, we're good. I'll take it. Yeah, uh, benefits, healthcare just has to, like, mildly be okay. Just don't completely. I'll take anything. These don't even have to go to Disney Plus. I'll even take Hulu. Straight to Hulu. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like this this can be something straight to DVD, but no one even buys DVDs. <laughs> no, it's straight to streaming now, buddy. Come on. Ah, <laughs> uh, but if you're listening, seriously, I'm 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 up for hire. These are straight to VHSs. Yeah, this <laughs> this is going to beta. Yeah, it's real fast. The laser disc. Oh boy, that's a weapon. <laughs> All right. I wonder if there's any laser disc Disney films. I'm gonna have to look into that because that'd be a fun collector's item. I'm sure they do. I don't know. There wasn't a ton of them though. That was like short lived. Yeah, because the DVD came out and destroyed them. Well, that's like, remember uh, when Blu-ray first came out, there was an alternative to it that didn't last very long either. Oh, I forget what that was. Now I'm going to have to read about it again when we get off here, and I'm also going to search for Laserdisc Disney films. Laserdisc is like the like the size of your body. Well, no, it was the size of a record. Yeah, I know. I'm exaggerating, but it's awesome. I, rem- I was in like elementary school when those came out. I remember when CDs came out. I thought it was so cool because I had a Walkman. <laughs> Skipped on you when you ran. Mm-hmm. Or you put the little tape into your car and then hooked it up that way. Yep, I did that. <laughs> Abby's shaking her head. She's too young for any of that. No, I did that. Uh-huh. I did. Ah, kids these days, they'll never know the struggle. The struggle was real back then. My iPod only had a gig on it. Actually, I don't even remember what the first iPods had. It was like 16 <laughs> megabytes or something. Yeah. Stupid. Oh, my God. Really? That's bad. I don't know. Something I, I, I probably still have my first ever burnt CD somewhere. Oof. Straight from Napster. LimeWire, baby. Oh, boy. Where you can search for anything and get an absurd adult clip out of it. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> where, where you intentionally destroyed your computer to get free music. Yeah, basically. Absolutely. And then they had Frostwire and all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, how I miss those days. Everything's so straightforward now. I know. All right, right, Abby, sorry. We got carried away again. Oh, you're fine. All the time. All right, so if you guys enjoyed our stories, again, you can listen to our other episode. Episode 36. Everyone started with the Mouse Podcast. Um, And they are different stories. Subscribe. They're great peoples. Good Uh, friends of ours. Are you guys ready to get into some... Hot topics. Hot topics. Spooky topics. Hot topics. They're not really like spooky topics. I just one. I don't want. I don't want to say that, and people expect them to be all Halloween because there's actually some Christmas because they're all about Christmas right now. You could have saved that for a week. I listen. I can't control the news. Okay. It's literally Halloween. I can't control the news. I can't well, we can talk what- about. We can talk about the more layoffs that just happened. Well, that's in here, too. Okay. Oh, and Derek, by the way, it was 32 megabytes. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yep. Oh, oh. that's insane. Yeah. All right. Well, first off, we are going to talk about the holiday spirit jerseys that have made their way to Disney World. And they are Christmas themed. And um, one is a dark green with dark green plaid on the bottom of it. And a candy cane print for the Walt Disney World. And it is $64.99. And the other one is all red, like super bright Christmas red with green writing on it. And it is $49.99. That's a pretty big price difference. One was sixty four, one was forty nine. One, my I just thought the same thing whenever you said that. Hmm. I guess because of the print. I want a cheap one. (laughs) (laughs) It's a kids. that's where they get you. It is kids. Of course. So the red one is a kid spirit jersey, but it is still new. Awesome. But that's why it is the price difference. Um, Lady Tremaine from the Midnight Masquerade is out on Shop Disney with no merch pass. I don't think that they've been doing... I think that I read that they are not doing merch pass for any of them. Or they haven't been. Thank God. Because merch pass sucks. Merch pass does stink. It's so bad. Just release it to the public and let us fight. And then I really you're complain that that's bad too. There is no, no right answer to this. I actually got stuff from the other one though. Yeah. I, Did you? I, yeah, I got the um, the mini main attraction collection for the tiki room. I got Abby. Oh wow. The ears, the pins, the um, lounge fly. The lounge fly. And was that it? Yeah, yeah. just those three. But nice. still, I landed all three of them. It was so much more simple. Um, I wish that they weren't so expensive because I would totally buy one. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, 
she is talking about those uh, the dolls. The, yeah, they are called Midnight Masquerade uh, villains. Midnight Masquerade, and they are villains that are basically um, Barbie dolls, but they're very extra and very detailed. So extra. <laughs> <laughs> and we also mean so extra in the price as well. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I think that They're I ridiculous. I want to say that I because I I really want Hades, but I'm not going to pay that much for Hades. Um, I think it's sure. like 120 or 150. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. Um, Tokyo Disneyland will be suspending annual passes indefinitely in the parks. That's surprising, right there. Yeah. Um, I guess. With like limited attendance, they're like trying to just basically, I think, just like get people to get to the parks. Well, why would you take away all your APs? I don't get that. Yeah, that maybe there's something we're missing on the. I don't know. All it says in the in the article that I read about it, it was like pretty brief. But they are, it says that they're bringing back nighttime entertainment. And with the limited attendance in place, it's causing Tokyo Disney to change how the parks operate. And during its reopening phases. Huh, so maybe maybe it has, well, yeah, I don't know, I guess. Hmm. I was going to say maybe it has to do with them, um reserving spots for people with um APs but that doesn't fully make sense or at all. I don't know. They just want more money. Probably. Probably. I mean, I don't Do you guys it. think they will do that here in the states? Um, I don't know. I want to say maybe because I don't know. It's so hard to say because I know that, like, right now with the annual pass holders, like, aren't you, like, basically better off being an annual pass holder right now? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you make out if you're an annual pass holder right now. And then to not have that, I don't know. I think it might suck for a lot of people. So, I don't understand. Are they suspending them from being able to use it to get in the parts or just being able to renew or buy new ones? I think renew or buy new ones, from what I understand. Ooh. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's just a guaranteed source of income. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Unless I don't know. Unless it's that they... I guess or maybe I, they're just suspending it until they know, until they figure things out more. Well, yeah, it could hap- it could happen to do with worrying about the second wave and the complications of like, all right, this person renewed... We're going to have to move their dates back or extend their annual pass longer or something like maybe in theory, they just don't want to give out what could potentially be like, you know, two year annual passes for the price of a single year because they have, you know, extend it due to the park closures. Right. I mean, that's kind of like Disneyland now. They, I mean, I think they're pretty much like debating on what to do with like annual pass holder stuff because... They're California not, won't open up. Right. I mean, they give them these really strict guidelines, so then they're not probably going to open until, like, next year. And I, I, like, I get it. I don't take the virus lightly, but, I mean, for freak's sake, 
some extent of open, like people are struggling with life right now, with or without the virus. Right. That's painful what's going on there. Oh, it's ridiculous. The amount of money that everyone's losing, just the workers. Oh, yeah, I mean. The, the city rate is absurd. It's insane. I don't understand. Like, I don't want to get into it because it gets too political, but it's bad. Agreed. Well, Scott Abbey. Um, Mickey balloon ears um, get a holiday makeover. So the the ears they. They're shaped like basically the, the balloons with like the Mickey balloon on the inside of it. It's uh same thing except they are a light blue with like snowflakes on the outside of them. Oh, that's cute though. Yeah, they're very cute. And they light up. Which is always nice. We like we like our light up ears. We do like we light do. Up ears. Even though I only <laughs> own one pair. <laughs> So I will talk about something that I'm pretty irritated about. Uh oh, I think I know. There's a new uh, lounge fly. No, she'd be pumped. No, about I that. would be oh, pumped be about a lounge fly. That. Yeah, we love lounge fly, Joe. Remember? No, no, don't. you do. <laughs> You're the only lounge flyer. <laughs> you see the one I tabbed you in? I did, and we're gonna talk about it here in a little bit. And I Thanks, love it, Joe. <laughs> Just trying to drain those pockets for you, buddy. Oh, they're on their way. Don't worry. <laughs> um, what we are going to talk about right now is the Castle Collection. Thanks, Disney, for the biggest fail of the year. Um, Mulan. So Cinderella was re- released. Frozen was released. And Mulan released. And it was hardly even announced. And we missed it. Yeah, I Googled for articles. <laughs> Did you know they released a Mulan Castle Collection? No, and my friend Trish would have been all over it too. Yep. See, it. You know what? They announced it September first. Released it September fourth. Wow. Yeah, I looked up articles when Abby found this the other day. There was hardly any, and what they any that there were came out on the first or second of September, and it released on the fourth. So if you didn't catch the articles within two or three days, it was gone. That's yeah. Nuts. Yeah. And I'm pretty upset about it because I like at least wanted to job at this. Yeah, I wanted to try and get the ornaments. Like I seriously want the ornaments, and I can't even get I can't even get one of them. Yeah, the only thing that we've got so far is things that are readily in stock, like the overpriced castle figures. Oof. Yeah. Um, but it has been announced that Snow White's castle collection is going to be debuting on November 7th at 7 a.m. Look at that. Instead of three days, we have a significant amount of time to prepare. It's it's a miracle if we can release this episode in time. Yeah, you're right, though. (laughs) (laughs) At our pace, you're definitely right. At my pace, you're right, though. Right, but that still doesn't change the fact that I'd like a little bit more notice so I can actually try and get these ornaments. Yeah, definitely. Joe, that gives us 10 days. We can do this. Well, I hope you do it before Halloween. I know, especially because I'm all pumped <laughs> having it out on Halloween. <laughs> right. Yeah, you gotta get this out in record time, buddy. This is Halloween. 
People Mover has extended its closure through the beginning of next year at Disney World. That if the People Mover it. isn't moving, what is it? I don't it's know what people. is going on with the People <laughs> it's Mover. It's just people. It's just people. <laughs> I think they should let you walk the track. Oh my god, oh that'd my be gosh. awesome. People would jump off. Yeah. People would be climbing over into... Um, Try to get into Space Mountain. Space Mountain. You were going to say Splash Mountain, were you? No, I was going to say Spaceship Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse. Oh, help, it's Rock Park. <laughs> um, so, back in... It was probably one of our first couple of episodes. I had talked about um, Baby Yoda, like, lounge fly bags and one was like a crossbody that was um baby yoda's little pod and then it had a little baby yoda like keychain hanging off of it and then all of the information about it just kind of like disappeared and i couldn't find anything about it after that and now it is finally out again and danielle nicole is like the one who made it and it can be pre-ordered for 68 dollars and it will ship around November 30th. Ooh. And I I remember this very in very much in detail because I searched a lot for information about this darn thing because Abby was pretty distraught that she had found it and then all of a sudden it was nowhere to be found. But now it's back. Sounds like it's just in time for the new season of The Mandalorian to be released. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe absolutely. the first time was a little early. Absolutely, right. and that's and that's what it says too. It um, it's just in time for the like premiere of it, pretty much. Da, da, da. How convenient! <laughs> yeah, because it's coming out uh, Friday, October thirtieth. I'm excited. So excited. Speaking of which, as you already know, but listeners may not, I have officially acquired a black. Kyber Crystal. Nice. And I'm pretty stoked about it, even though I'm not a massive Star Wars fan. I'm a collector of things. Which yeah. is, for anyone who doesn't know, it's the crystal that goes inside of your lightsaber whenever you build one at the Disney parks. Yep. Now, so do you have a holocron to put that in, or a lightsaber? Not even. Neither. <laughs> I, I refused to build one until I had a black Kyber Crystal. Uh... I'm that much of a fan of the evil. Of the Sith ways. Yep. So next time we go, I'm going to sign up and build one, go to that, the experience so that it'll be fun. I don't know. I'm, I'm light side till I die. I always believe in the good. <laughs> There's no real fun in that. When has the dark side ever won? I mean, they don't, but they have fun. But, but, but. When have they won? Name one movie where they the have, dark side is won. They have fun losing. <laughs> Speaking of Kyber Crystals. I'm just teaching kids that it's okay to lose. Speaking of Kyber Crystals, there is a new Darth Vader and Yoda one being sold. So basically... Uh, Yoda's is green and Darth Vader's is red. 
And while these may be pre-existing colors, um, these are no BS crystals to where they are packaged differently, correct? Yeah, they are so packaged differently. you know that you're getting a Yoda one or um, whatever because they are in a specific packaging for that. So it's not a guessing game like the Black Kyber Crystal. That's interesting. Um, but they also, you can put it in... Um, what did I tell you that you can put it in, in the holocron? And holocron. it talks and it talks to you. Yeah. Um, and like we were just talking about not too long ago, there is the peppermint candy Minnie Mouse lounge fly. And it is super, super cute. I will I will give Loungefly credit on this one. I actually liked it. I I really, really like the bow on it. I love how the bow is like really like fluffy. Compared to like other ones, and it's just like super cute. It's just um, candy cane print all over, and just very Christmassy. It has very candy Christmas-y. canes on the inside, and it is seventy five dollars. Yeah, I'll uh, skip it. <laughs> yep. There's a new 65th anniversary Diamond Mickey Glow Cube available at Disneyland Resort. And the Glow Cube is $5.49. And this is to go in your drinks. Yeah. So you take this and you turn it on and it glows. I think you can pick either a specific color or it rotates through colors and it turns your drink that color. I'm probably going to buy one online somewhere. It's ironic that they release it for the anniversary when the park isn't even open. I guess ironic's not the word, but it's funny, I guess. Well, now you can, uh, they're getting ready to open up parts of DCA to go drink and eat and shop. Yeah, I saw yes, that. Yes, I they saw open. that. It's mind-boggling. Yeah, I don't get it. Please don't ride the rides. California will not let you ride the rides, but you can sure come in and drink and eat and shop. No problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. Fire those tax dollars over here. Yeah. Um, there's also a 65th anniversary retro popcorn bucket as well at Disneyland Resort. And it's uh, like a blue, a light blue and white striped. And then it has a kind of like an old school Mickey and Minnie standing in front of the castle with Mr. Toad, BB-8, um, Cinderella... The Hatbox Ghost. And, um... I can't see that one. Who the frig is that? It's Groot and, uh, what's his name? Oh, Rocket. the... Ra- yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, thousands more of Walt Disney World cast members are laid off. That's sad. That it just keeps getting worse. Yeah. Yeah, they... I, I just don't really... I guess I don't really understand what the point of it is i mean like they are getting rid of all these performers in these shows like the finding nemo show and lion king King and everything are they just not going of hollywood yeah are they just not going to do these shows anymore my guess is that they'll bring it back but it'll be when they get the parks back to full capacity or i don't think with COVID they can logistically bring the park those shows back on yeah, I agree with that. With I as think, many people as it takes to run it and social distancing, at least that's what I've kind of heard. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It makes sense. It's not 
But I guess I I under I completely understand that. What I don't understand is that they they're getting like laid off or like pretty fired pretty much. But like, are are they just like never going to bring these back, or are they bringing back these shows when it like fully opens? Well, I mean, obviously they haven't said because the way their financial state. Well, right, but I guess that is my concern is that if they get rid of these like completely, that's a lot of shows to like get rid of a lot of really good shows to get rid of. I would think that they're going to bring at least the most at least like the big ones back like the finding nemo and the lion king one i would highly doubt that they're going to disappear forever and i you know what i guess even the citizens of hollywood because that's a large part of the atmosphere of that park so these are people that i expect to see back or at least in some iteration whether it's new performers or what but let's be honest are we really sad that we're losing little mermaid I don't think anybody's that saddened over that one. Yeah, that one might not come back. I think that one was short, short to live. Anyways, that one was gonna die soon. Yeah, that, I think that one, that whole, uh, that show and the the theater in that show is needed to make over in for the last like fifteen years. Yeah, that that one's probably out the door. The rest of them will probably return, but that one's out the door. Exactly. Uh, new Disney Parks Mickey Mouse Holiday Crocs and Loungefly Backpack is on Shop Disney. Please are don't. these the Crocs that have the fur in them? Yes. Yep. And they are like an ugly sweater uh, Disney print pretty much. Oh my god. I know what I'm getting Derek for Christmas now. No. Crocs. <laughs> Abby what size shoe is he? Oh my god! <laughs> These are way too expensive for Crocs, Crocs or Crocs Christmas. Are ugly enough, why? Like you don't have to make them ugly sweater. You just serve them how they are. They are fifty four ninety nine for Crocs. For no. Crocs, yep. They should be the four ninety nine. Get rid of the five. But at least and you then, can still put them four wheel drive, you know. Right, right. <laughs> Perfect for the parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then the lounge fly is the same print as the Crocs, and it is $75. Oh, I might buy both just so I can see Derek walking around the park with them. No, <laughs> no. If you buy it, you'd have to wear it. If I buy it, you'd have to wear it. Right? Absolutely not. Have to. Have no. To. It doesn't work like that. Oh, let's just check Shop <laughs> Disney while we're talking. <laughs> uh. Oh, look, it's up right now. <laughs> No. Oh, Derek. Nope. No. A new baby white rhino was born at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So cute in a terrifying way. It's so cute, and it is so awesome because they are actually endangered. I think there's like two more on the way. Good. If I remember correctly, when we were there last, they said that three rhinos were pregnant. Well, hopefully we get some more males out there. Exactly. Because that's what we need. Because um, the species might not exist anymore if we don't. Um, So we've got some park hours that are being reduced in January at Walt Disney World. Um... We've got Epcot that will be open from 12 to 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollywood Studios will be 10 to 7. 
Animal Kingdom will be 9 to 5. And Magic Kingdom will be 9 to 6. That's not bad for that time of year. Yeah, um... It's like slower and not really slower. Can't really say slower. It's never really ever slower there. It's definitely slower. But it's like slower in January. Um, Disneyland may not reopen until 2021, which is what we kind of already already mentioned. That's guaranteed at this point. Yep. Yeah, the restrictions that the governor wants to put on Disney is is insane. Yeah. It's bad. So, I don't know. That's, it's very disheartening because I would have loved to go to Disneyland for Thanksgiving. We would we would be, be in Disneyland weekend. right now. Yeah. Really? This yes, weekend. this is the week that we go to Disneyland every year. Oh. Yep. I got, uh, I got a memory that popped up on Facebook. It was like four years ago today. Oh, that's hard. You were at Disney and I'm just like, <laughs> they're yeah. not even open. Yep. I'm still thinking group trip next year if they reopen. I'm with it. We yeah. have to go during Halloween because I have to do haunted haunted. Haunt, I have to do haunted holiday. I miss it way too much. Oh, it was. Uh, we went to the movie theater Saturday, and so uh, the movie theater that's still open because Regal closed uh, is doing dollar movies. So we we watched uh, Nightmare Before Christmas for a buck. That is a sweet deal. So, yeah, they're playing all the classics, and so it was nice to see it on the big screen because it's been so long. Yeah, that would be awesome. I know that they're doing um, something similar to, like, drive-in movies, theaters around here. Um, they were playing Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, I think it was, like, a few weeks back or, back or something. Nice. You should take the doggos and go watch a movie. Oh Jesus! No. <laughs> yes, go insane. They would be insane. They'd see all the people and just go bonkers. Oh man, that's funny. Um, Disneyland's 65th anniversary sipper is now available at the World of Disney and Disneyland Resort. I need to get this thing. I didn't even know it existed. I didn't know it existed either. What's it look like? It looks like a snow globe. With the castle in it, and I was, and it says that it was available online, and I was, I joined in on that sale, the the the, whatever, the where you had to queue up on the list or whatever. Back and I don't August. remember seeing that, but maybe I just overlooked it. Yeah, back back in August, and um, now it's actually in like stores in in the parks. Because we ended I guess up grabbing the, parks, the spirit jerseys and a Christmas ornament, but I don't remember seeing the zipper. And it is seventeen forty nine. And they are so there is a two thousand and twenty Minnie Mouse ear headband, and it is that um, it's a su- one of the it's this the super sparkly one. Was this for the same sixty fifth anniversary? There was one. I don't know if that's it because it was all sold out, so I didn't get one. Um, give me one second to, well, I don't have very much information about it, but I don't know if it was for the 60, 65th anniversary or not, but they are trying to get rid of it. So it is, um, discounted from twenty nine ninety nine to $15 and it is buy one, get one. So it is technically seven fifty. 
If you have a reason for two. Yeah, if you have a reason for two. But still, that is like super cheap. Whether you get like, whether you use two or just one, that's way cheaper than paying twenty nine ninety nine for one pair of No, beers. I mean, I agree. Oh, yeah. Well, people can get a matching pair for their, you know, their daughter or whatever. Yeah. Dogs. Or dogs. <laughs> uh, Dapper Day announces spring in 2021. Uh, uh, so the Dapper Day 10th anniversary in 2021 will be at Disneyland Resort April 10th and 11th and at Walt Disney World in April 24th and 25th. And the spring event for Paris has not been announced yet. Does anybody really think this is going to happen? I was actually <laughs> kind of... I was thinking the same thing. I didn't I want to say like, anything because <laughs> I wanted to be like, I really want to go to Dapper Day, and I'm just like, being, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're being pretty... Uh, optimistic about it well for Florida it'll be fine yeah it's just everywhere else that you have to worry about exactly the model for Disney's Snow White passed away at 101 years old and that was Marge Champion wow that's so sad impressive though that's very sad but it is very impressive that she did live to be 101 I want to say not many people live to be that long, to be that old. I probably will not. And last we have Disneyland Paris closing on October 30th due to COVID lockdown. That is unfortunate. It's quick. It's easy to be quick to forget that the rest of the world is dealing with the same issues that we are. But unfortunately, if you look around at the news, everyone else is as well. And that sucks that now Paris is having to close again. And even outside of the Disney realm, it sucks that they're having that bad of an outbreak in general. Well, the whole, it seems like the whole world is going through another wave. So I don't think wearing a mask or, you know, all the stuff that we did to slow the spread is going to really help much for some. I think this this winter's just going to get bad. I think that you know with, yeah. it's the same with the flu with everyone staying inside or going to indoor venues and stuff like that. We're just we're in for it. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a reason that these uh, colds and flus spread so much in the winter. Aside from like you know suppressed immune systems due to the weather, it's just being inside and breathing the same air and stuff like that. We're, we're hopefully, you know, there's a lot of people still working from home or not working at all. Maybe it won't be as bad this year. Yeah, I hope so, man. I really do. Yeah. All right. Do you guys have anything that you would like to add? I would just like to wish everybody a happy Halloween. Uh, I hope that you get your spooks and your haunts in. Uh, if you have kids, I hope that you find some way to give them their tricks and treats and really just hope that you guys have a great holiday weekend. I feel the same way. Go get your go get the free candy. Get it. Yeah, have fun. Don't be Make scared. The best out of have some fun. Make, go make get your best. 200 tons of candy. Maybe not that much. But make the best out of what's going on in the world today. Have fun. Be safe. Stay healthy. And we look forward to the world getting back to more normalcy in the future. But for now, just have a happy Halloween. 
And if you guys like us and you'd like to listen to us on a different platform or know anybody that's interested in listening to us, we're available on a lot of different podcast apps, including Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, um, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're also on a lot of social media networks, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Um, we have a Facebook group that's called Ear to Ear Chatters. And we would love if you just came and joined the family. We try to post semi-regularly and have fun. We need more people on there to interact. So please come join. So wherever you're at, wherever you're interested in, just get on a local podcast app or uh, social media page and search for Ear to Ear Chat. Find us, follow us, join our groups, interact with us. And, you know, just we're here to have a good time and meet new Disney friends. Thanks for listening and have a Disney day. Don't you want to be hanging from a tree? Uh We're mighty glad to see you and the parking's always free. Here at Lester's Pop, 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 Possum Park. I'm so excited for this episode because I feel like the stuff that we came up with, or at least myself, is awesome. Abby's might suck. I don't know. Mine, mine probably is the worst. Whatever, Derek. I doubt it. You hurt my feelings every day. Whatever. I just miss my Mexican pizzas. Dude, I went to go get one today and it was sold out. Yeah. <laughs> I went to go get one yesterday in a local a local little township and it was sold out. So I was in a different one, like another half hour south of that prior one, and they had them. And so I went all out. I was like, you know what? I'm getting a creme de la creme of Mexican pizzas. So I creme I, de la creme. I ordered it with I said, um, I'd like to add steak to that, please. They're like, do you want that to replace the meat? And I was like, no, you've got to what? No, I was like, yeah, no. let's make it. Let's clean it up. I was like, yeah, replace the ground beef with that. And I said, and throw some, uh, throw some guacamole on that bad boy too. Damn, that that Mexican pizza was probably like ten dollars. Yeah, it was like seven fifty. <laughs> oh my god! Covered it in Diablo sauce, and I didn't even taste the steak or the guac. Abby's <laughs> so savage. She's like, I wish you loved me as much as you love Mexican pizzas. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight savage, Abby. I love it. Yeah, people don't dance out anymore, Derek. Get with the times. Not, I don't talk the tick. Duh, Abby. Just edit this out so I don't sound rude. This will just be between us. Yeah. Okay, I am going to start that over again, so don't forget to edit it all out. I probably will. Well, he will. What am I? What I, I've typed this so terribly. What was I doing? I have no idea. So <laughs> Yeah, I really wanted to say that so that we could insert it. I thought about this earlier. I hate you. <laughs> and we're going to have like the chorus play for like 20 seconds. It's going to be fantastic. I think you should play It's a Small World. It's creepier. I It definitely is creepier. That's Let what you do. In- introduce it as Grim Green Ghost and then play It's a Small World. It's a small world after all. Come back now. Or hurry back now. <laughs> Come back.
Come back now. Come back now, y'all, to the Haunted Mansion. I'll tell you what, this is where all the spooks and, and, and uh, scares is, and I'll tell you, this is a good scare time. I think that's what they should start doing with the Haunted Mansion, is every time they close down a ride, take all the animatronics and just keep putting them in the Haunted Mansion. Oh my god, <laughs> it would be so creepy. You'd have Tomater in there chasing your, your doom buggy. There you yep. go. Backwards. He'd be the axe to the axe tomator. Pretty soon Br'er Rabbit's just hopping along in the in the cemetery. I got pinned, guys. <laughs> I'm a racist. Yeah, so I was just like um baking this off. You know you're using Windex, right? You told me that it cleans everything. Derek! You're the one that said it. Do I dare ask what he's doing with Windex right now? He spilled a beer on my brand new carpet, and he thought it would be a good idea to use Windex to clean it up. Do you see it anymore? Oh, keep, Jesus. Keep pressing on that thing. Jared's Abby's going to be by herself in the brand new house pretty soon. <laughs> right. Jared's going to be six feet under in a hole in the backyard. You guys always say that Windex cleans everything, so I thought this was not a good carpet. Thing. Why not? Because it's blue. Whatever, it looks it looks clean to me. Well, if it leaves a blue mark, you're behind a new carpet. Whatever. I'll tell you that. Anyways, I'm pretty sure I've seen you clean carpet with Windex before. I have never done that in my life. That's a lie. The children do all in their power to fight and escape. Oh wait. Okay, the children do all in their power to fight and escape to survive this hellish weekend, but will they? Tune in again to this one to find out. (laughs) But this time, instead of the supernatural elements of the... Okay, let me start that over because I thought I wrote something dumb. And this time... (laughs) But it wasn't. Good picture, hi, Abby. Keto wants to control. Now you're thinking about it. You're like, huh? (laughs) Rocket, eh? Does Beast have a red rocket? Stay tuned and find out next week. (laughs) That's what the red rose actually represented. When the final petal falls, the rocket comes out. Ew. The. Oh, I don't know why I can't think of his head. Oh God. What is wrong with you? I have no idea. I just leaned over to look at that. What'd you spill? Your beer? Water. He spilled water on. Make sure it might blow up. Who knows? Oh, Jesus. There. <laughs> well, I, I put my arm sorry. on the coffee table to like wow. lean over, and I forgot that it's supported by like a pedestal. Outro. Bye. creak in doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls whenever candle lights flicker where the air is deathly still that is the time when ghosts are present practicing their terror with ghoulish delight
when the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake. Final arrangements now. We've been dying.